This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with Carl Stone about his fabulous new album, Wat Dong Moonleg. The album will be released in May 2022 on Unseen Worlds. In the first part of the episode, Carl speaks about the track Moselles, and then he speaks about the opening track, Rikido. These two tracks are included in this episode. Carl also discusses the software he uses, his way of thinking about short-form composition, and his particular way of creating stylistic collisions through collage. My name is Carl Stone. I'm originally from California in the United States, and I've been living for the last 20 or so years in Tokyo, Japan. I'm a composer and a performer of my own music, uh, working in the area of kind of live electronic and computer music. So the first track we're going to listen to is called Moselles, and it is um, sort of an example of my approach to what I call acid bop. And acid bop, in my mind, is distinguished from acid jazz, which is a, a, both a term and a, and a musical style that I never particularly liked. But with acid bop, the materials of uh, bop and of jazz are uh, almost uh, meant to move around a certain reality in the same way that one might experience them under the influence of some psychedelic or psychotropic material. The, the, the rhythms and the melodies slip and slide, finally coming into a sort of focus. And this piece is uh, part of a larger album, which is out on the Unseen Worlds label, new release called What Moon Dong Lek. So with uh, this piece and actually all the pieces on the new album, the process that I use, well, first of all, the software that I use, because it's all done with a computer after all, the software that I use is uh, a programming that I've made myself using a programming language called Max. And Max is a uh, language that was developed uh, more than almost 30 years ago. Uh, originally from the research institute called IRCOM in France, and then it moved over to a private company. And now a lot of people know Max because it's a subset of a very popular uh, music uh, performance and, and production uh, software kit called Ableton Live. And inside of Ableton Live, you have something called Max for Live. And I'm using Max for Live without the live, just Max itself, uh, writing my own programs. And so uh, Max is a kind of toolkit that can do anything you want. You just have to sort of put the materials together. And uh, in the case of this particular piece, what I'm doing is I'm, uh, I'm slipping and sliding the melodic material. I'm moving the rhythms around. I've created a kind of... Uh, approach that allows me to be fluid with the uh, musical elements. And I think that the results are um, interesting enough that I could sort of mold and shape it into a piece of music itself. The materials that I'm 
processing uh, come from the world of uh, of jazz, and um, they uh, it's up to people to sort of discover what they might actually be. I I usually prefer for people to engage in their own sort of train spotting or sound hunting in order to find them. I'm interested in music that uh, may start off a certain way and builds an expectation on the part of the listener of what the piece is going to be. But by the end, you've taken a left turn or right turn, if you prefer, some kind of a turn, maybe a U-turn, uh, and uh, ended up in a different destination than you thought you were going. And uh, in, in Moselle's, uh, it's doing this to a certain degree, but also Moselle's has kind of a, a, a classical quality, classical in the sense that uh, it starts with an exposition, there's a theme, however uh, obtuse it might be, and gradually building and building towards uh, a crescendo and a climax and then a resolution at the end. So, you know, my my roots and my training are in classical music. So I do think about form, I do think about shape, and I do think about sort of how to start a piece, how to build it, and how to end it. And uh, I think Moselle's is an example of that.
So the next track that we're going to hear is actually the the opening track of the album. It's a piece called Rikido, and um, it's one of the, even though it's the first piece on the album, it's actually one of the later ones that I uh, composed in order to put the album together. Rikido um, is structured in such a way that, um, once again, it starts off with the listener expecting something, and by the end, you've gone to a completely different place. I think when it starts, uh, just with a solo kind of female-sounding voice, you expect uh, something, but then later on, when it starts dropping beats and uh, it, it takes on more of a dance-like character, you realize that you really are in a different world. And what is, I think, uh an interesting aspect of Rikido is that while a lot of the language is looks to um, a kind of dance music with uh, a 4-4 beat and uh, so on and so forth, the harmonies, if you listen to them, come straight out of classical music. Uh, they come actually out of uh, early Baroque music, uh, even from before uh, the time of Johann Sebastian Bach. And I've always been interested in these kind of strange juxtapositions in my music and applying them in a way that is different from, uh, I think, a, a typical approach. If someone were to say, I want to make a collage that couples dance music with uh, classical music, you might take the dance music here on one track and then overlay it with the classical music of another, and you can figure out ways to synchronize them with the, uh, the music technology of today. But just mixing the two together is not that interesting for me. What's interesting here is that you're actually infusing uh, the the sounds of one of the elements with the spectra and the harmony of the other. It's not a simple mixing job. And I think the results are something that you really uh, don't hear all that often. And that's why I like it. With Rikido and a couple of the other tracks on the album, I really was searching for a new sound that really hasn't been heard so much before. And so I experimented with um, filtering and equalization and other things that uh, moved the sort of the spectrum of the music away from what you would normally hear coming out of your speakers. And the results are in some ways um, strange and maybe even at first off-putting, but I think that uh, it's much more interesting when you just take a slice of something and then move it slightly away from its axis. Um, it's the same thing in the visual world, I think, when you use filtering or whatever to, to shift the, the visual spectrum up or down a little bit, you can get some interesting effects. And this is something that I'm able to do with the software that I've written, and uh, Ricky Doe is an example of that. For the gearheads uh, in the audience here, uh, the technique that I'm using is uh, called uh, FFT resynthesis or cross-convolution. And uh, I think it'd be boring to get into the, the nuts and bolts of that, but that's basically what it's called. Starting with the 
my earliest work, I tended to uh, explore over longer periods of time sounds and develop them in a way that would fall generally into the category of ambient, I suppose, although not always, but often. And the forms tended to be on the long side, uh, certainly by contemporary standards, pieces 20, 25 minutes, even an hour long. Now I'm dealing with shorter forms, uh, and I did it originally as kind of a challenge to myself, but also found that uh, these short forms, uh, very influenced by pop aesthetics, uh, were kind of fun to work with. And I'm a senior citizen, you know, I'm over 60. In fact, I'll be 70 soon. And uh, I feel a little bit like uh, I'm engaging my inner youth by working with uh, these materials uh, in this way. It's uh, interesting to do, as well as fun, as well as uh, notable that seems to have connected me with a younger audience that I hadn't previously met. So uh, I, well, I continue to explore longer forms, more ambient pieces. I'm also continuing to explore pieces that sort of deliver the goods in, you know, three to four, or maybe five minutes. Well, the new album, I think, uh, represents uh, some explorations of new territory. And so for people who are familiar with my work, I think that they might find uh, these new ideas. Uh, hopefully, they'll find them interesting. And uh, if uh, people who are coming to my music for the first time, hopefully as well, uh, I really enjoy the idea of uh, ex exploration and new technique and trying to keep my overall aesthetic, which I've had for since almost the beginning of my composing career, going back to my university days, to keep this aesthetic of working with found or appropriated materials and radically changing them, radically sculpting them into something completely new, at the same time using the different languages, different uh, approaches, different plastic materials in order to uh, express my ideas. So I hope people will find it interesting for that reason as well.